At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome in. It is primetime action Thursday night here from the South Point Sportsbook Studios in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson. Jeff Parles on the desk tonight. What's happening, Jeff? That's good to be here, Ben. You're, you're, uh, it's great to be back with you. Uh, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass, as always. It is a special show for us tonight. We've been on here before, Jeff, but not for a big night like this one with the NBA draft starting in an hour. Kelly, are you assuming the role of just the, the Woj bomb? You're going to start yelling out, Woj bomb, every like three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Okay. Shams or Roach bomb. Yeah, Shams yeah. bomb as well. Those those will be happening. We have a lot to get to with the drafts. It does start here at the top of the next hour. Nick Whalen going to join us next segment to discuss all of his favorite NBA draft bets. Uh, it is a fr- pretty light baseball card, though, Jeff. We'll start there. Just a few games here. We have one, probably our marquee game of the night, about to get underway in the Bronx. Probably, I would say for sure, in the Bronx. But it's Bronx. only three games. The, <laughs> yeah. the Yankee fans finally get to boo the Astros properly. Of course, they played early in the year last year when it was only half capacity uh, at the stadium. Now full boat there at Yankee Stadium. Tyone and Valdez, your pitching matchup tonight. The Yankees, minus 135 favorites, of course. The first of 50 wins. They did it by June 21st, Ben, as absurd as that sounds uh, right now. The Yankees, the best team in baseball. Total of eight here, juiced to the over. The other two games that have not started, one starts at 8-10 Eastern time. On the south side of Chicago, the White Sox send Johnny Cueto to the hill. He'll take on Dean Kremer of the Orioles. 
Sox minus 155 favorites at DraftKings plus 135 on the take back for Baltimore. Eight and a half year total juice to the over as well. And then a pretty good matchup actually in San Diego. The Phillies travel west to take on the Padres. Joe Musgrove, your Cy Young favorite or co-favorite right now in the NL taking on Ranger Suarez. Musgrove and the Padres minus 150 at DraftKings. Not surprising, a low total here of seven, Ben. And that uh, is the first start for Musgrove coming off the COVID IL. It's hard to believe. Seven years ago, Jeff, I went to a Phillies-Padres game at Petco Park when the two teams each lost like 98 games and there was nobody there. And now these teams a little are actually, different today. These teams are actually really good. Uh, Paul Spore, our friend from Fangraphs, he's going to join us in the next 40 minutes, discuss all things MLB. We have some very interesting odds movement in some various awards markets as well. So we'll talk with Paul Spore coming up. We'll also be joined by Mike Harge to talk college baseball because the college World Series, Jeff, for those who missed it, is officially set. This game just ending about an hour ago, but it is Ole Miss. Hotty toddy. Rebels, 2-0 win over Arkansas, so it is Ole Miss, Oklahoma, two teams who were not even seated of the top 16 when the College World Series started. Well, I, I know uh, well, postseason. I, 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 I know Ole Miss was legitimately the last team in. They were, yeah. In this field, and Look, we see it in the college basketball tournament all the time. Now with the addition of the first four, we've seen multiple first four teams get all the way to the final four. Now it's a little bit different in baseball. Of course, you have the regional play, but they steamroll through Coral, da- Coral Gables. Thankfully, uh, the inclement weather that was possibly going to be in Miami didn't get in their way. And then they beat their in-state rival handily in Hattiesburg and Southern Miss. And now, Ben, with only one loss in this tournament, Ole Miss – and Oklahoma, who was the top, Oklahoma's top 15 team at the beginning of the year that you saw early in the year I as well, Ben? opening day, yeah. Yeah, so look, we're dealing with two teams that at the beginning of the year, if you told us, all right, it's going to be Rebels and Sooners in the championship series, we could have said, okay, yeah, that makes a little bit of sense. But their paths, not how we expected them to get here. And the one book I have seen, at least in Nevada, at Circus Sports, they have opened that series price. It's Ole Miss minus 120, Oklahoma is plus 100, even money. Not too much of a surprise. We'll, again, talk more with our guy Mike Harge in a little bit. The big story, though, for tonight as we get ready for the draft, it's been really what we've seen, Jeff, over the last 24 hours. The way the first pick in the NBA draft, the markets have been all over the place. And I'm looking right now at DraftKings, and you can still bet this, but if you want to bet it, it is Jabari Smith, minus 750 as we currently sit right now. So even from, and look, we're, it's one of those things. We're waiting as long as humanly possible. I know Kelly can attest to this. Like, we're trying our best to be as up-to-date. And even when we make this graphic, Kelly, at the, you know, leading up to our show, it's minus 425. And even since then, it's jumped yeah, another the, $3. So those odds that you see on screen right now, if you're watching at home, are from two hours ago. So you said up to minus 725 uh, right my, now? 750. Paolo Boncaro plus 450. Chet Holmgren, 18 to 1. Yeah, and here's how the yeah. timeline of this has gone. And that's so, the most fascinating part of this, right? Yeah, so at 6 a.m. Eastern time today, we had Paulo Boncaro as the odds-on favorite at minus 190 at DraftKings Sportsbook, Jabari Smith at plus 145, Chet Holmgren at plus 850. Two o'clock yesterday, it was Jabari Smith minus 275, Paulo Boncaro plus 275, and Chet Holmgren at 4-1. to one. So, yeah, it, it was wild. I don't know if you guys really paid attention to it last night, but it was really as I was getting ready to go to bed, saw all these tweets flying around, that Boncaro odds were just dropping and dropping and dropping. It ended up being the odds on favorite, and then up early this morning and the complete reversal. So, uh, some information and misinformation, it seems, leading to a lot of bets out there from betters. Like Adrian Wojnarowski. 
Gronkowski tweets this morning, and that was at, at that point, Boncaro was still, I mean, a favorite. He was minus $2, and it's, you know, it's a little before 11 a.m. on the East Coast, and you see Woj tweeting what at least the established NBA media, media had been reporting throughout the week, Jeff, which was, okay, it's going to be a pretty established one, two, three, Smith one, Holmgren two, and you'll see Boncaro three. And for whatever reason, the general betting steam here was going completely the opposite way against that over the preceding 12 hours. All of a sudden does yet another turn. And as you see this, t- the timeline here where you go from Smith just kind of slowly creeping up and up and up when we were on the air yesterday and, and you see those odds as of yesterday, minus 275 to minus 300 in a lot, in a lot of spots. Fascinating how some books either a just pulled this market down entirely, and we'll hear from Johnny Avello a little bit later in the hour, who visited with Sorby Bonantoni and my guys in the desert, because he talked about their timeline. Some books, and I had you know, some of these sports books on the East Coast just on my screen up all day, Jeff, and it was even from like 9 a.m. Pacific to 10 a.m. Pacific. You saw this go from basically pick 'em to minus 175 to minus 400 to minus 300 to 500 and back and forth, and now here we are, and this seems like basically a done deal. Well, this really does feel like. It's Woj's reporting versus a herd of professional bettors. That's what this has felt like the whole way through. There are a lot of very sharp people. Drew Dinsick this morning came on a numbers game and essentially said, well, based off of what I've been hearing, I think Woj is wrong. That's essentially what Drew told us this morning, which, look, when it comes to reporting, there are very few people on this planet at any reporting job that are as good as Adrian Wojnarowski is. So... There is some consensus within professional bettors, and that's why we saw after that report at one, one, one shop, Jabari Smith was minus 10,000 to go first overall, which is a little bit comical, but you're in a scenario where Woj's word means a ton. Now, the one thing, if, I, if I'm going to go a little bit uh, conspiratorial here for okay. a second, Ben, the way Woj worded that tweet, though, Jabari Smith to the Orlando Magic, Chet Holmgren to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Paolo Bancaro to the Houston Rockets. What happens if the Rockets trade up to number one? Which is a scenario that we can't say is non-zero. It wasn't but. that kind of the assumption the whole way, though, that if it were to be Bancaro one, it would be, it would because, be for Houston. Because Orlando always felt like their fit with Jabari Smith made the most sense. But there was also a scenario where they, if they felt like other teams in that area viewed a guy like a Bancaro more favorably they could utilize the, the ability to trade down and get some more draft capital and still be able to take Smith. So that was always, so that's, what's interesting because yes, you're, I think you're, you're, that's a very good distinction you make. This isn't solely just, okay, what was you saying? The magic are taking Smith one and every, all the pro betters are saying, no, the magic are taking Boncaro one. That's not necessarily the case as we get closer and closer to draft time. It could be a trade type scenario. And it's why like, I posited the question to Matt Brown last night like over 10 and a half trades. I mean, it seems like everybody is just in the market for trades right now. How many, how many of these are smoke screens? How many will actually happen? But it is, it's created one of those things where, like if Adam Schefter were to have reported the same thing in the lead up to the NFL draft, do you think, that, you think the betting market would have moved that way? Like, I don't think so. So much of it is based on the people the closest to the ground in the reporting, you know, in the reporting circles. And in the NBA, you basically have two guys who are universally trusted at this point in, in both Woj and Shams. Right, and of course, Shams today had the Kyrie Irving news. Uh, we'll get to it in a We'll get to a little bit, <laughs> yeah. a little bit later, a little more convoluted. But the interesting thing just with this draft in general, what happens if Bancaro does go number one? 
What happens if Houston trades up? Let's say or Orlando's picking for Houston and takes Bancaro. What happens if Oklahoma City decides to throw the curveball here and like, you know what? It's been a smokescreen the whole time. We know Sam Presti and company say nothing publicly. They've never said anything publicly when it's come to their draft uh, ways, Ben. So I'm just curious. What happens if the curveball happens with Ben Carroll? I does, think that, does Holmgren fall or not? Yeah, I think that I, I think the one I'm most confident of right now is probably Holmgren number two to the Thunder. I, I Even though I have a bet for him from a while back to go number one, so I hope I'm wrong. But uh, we'll see on that. I, I, I think... I think we're going to see those top three. I don't think we're going to see any th- trades. I-, I think those three guys will go in some order. I'm really not confident, though, on what that order will be. And I think when we talk about these betting odds right now, I- is there a bet to be made here in-, in-, in first overall pick, second overall pick, third overall pick? Probably not because, yes, I think the odds on favorites are probably where it goes. But, I mean, if you wanted to have, have some fun, I'd look at the longer shots and throw a few bucks down. Otherwise, I think you've kind of missed that window. Yeah, like, we, like we've went through the past 24 hours, you had, a, 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 you had options to get in on Boncaro or Jabari Smith at, at plus prices and couldn't get in on it. I, I don't know if I'd go chasing now uh, uh, that Boncaro steam from, from 24 hours ago, basically. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. I think pick number four, Jeff, is where we might see some action and some trades. I think someone's going to fall in love with Jaden Ivey and make a push to get up to that four spot. Well, Sacramento has a great history in the draft, <laughs> Kelly, as we know. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. There'll uh, only be four straight years of a point guard. Any, anything <laughs> yeah. can happen with them. If Sacramento does stay at that pick, though, Keegan Murray, you can still get plus prices on him to go number four. That would be the way I would look to bet that if Sacramento stays at four. The problem is, like you said, it seems like a lot of teams want to get up there, get the elite point guard and Ivy. And we'll continue to update this as we get closer to draft time, but Holmgren minus 900 to go second overall at DraftKings. Boncaro minus 650. Jay Ivey minus 200 right now to go fourth overall. We'll talk more NBA draft with our guy Nick Whalen from Rotowire. That's next as we roll on primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke on the MLB NFL offseason coverage, as well with premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer as we're back on primetime action three-run bomb jeff parles for alex bregman top of the first and the astros they uh, they strike right away on jameson tyone so that yes run in the first inning hits for those who were inclined you don't i don't think you had a play you, I, you have I, no place i tonight. have nothing today this a is rare a, a, a rare blank canvas for me going into tonight huh? but now the astros uh the astros go new go new york mets who they just swept now the yankees for four and then get the mets again in queens next week so uh, the Astros trying to make do of uh, of baseball's two best so far. Yeah, Altuve, Brantley each on base when uh, when uh, Alex Bregman hits a 381 foot home run. So three nothing there at the uh, live line. Now we're seeing here already Astros up to about a 280 favorite on the live market. Yankees have yet to even come to the plate right now. 11 and a half is your live total. Again, we're about 45 minutes away from the NBA draft getting underway. So let's bring in our good friend makes a repeat appearance on primetime action. Nick Whalen, senior analyst at RotoWire, who you can find on the Twitter machine at Whalen. Just substitute the number one for the letter L. Great to have a fellow Wisconsinite as well uh, on the show. I know for us, uh, for, for the Bucks fans growing up, Nick, this was always a like the premier day because our team sucked. But it's, that's no longer the case anymore. So I'm just here to enjoy the draft. Let's start here. We, we, we began the show talking top pick and the top three discussion. Are you of the mind now, after everything we've seen today and the back and forth, Nick, that this is a draft that truly starts at number four? Or could there still be some shakeups here in the top three? Well, first of all, you're right about the Bucks, and it's it's actually been such a relief these last few years to just be picking like at the end of the first round. Sometimes they'll just like sell their pick for cash. Like there's just no you know no pressure whatsoever. You don't have to worry about picking Andrew Bogut or Marvin Williams. None of that kind of nonsense. Uh, it, it's been kind of smooth sailing. But as far as the top of this draft goes, you know we had all this chaos over the last 24 hours, where at some books this morning, Pile Bancaro all of a sudden jumps up to be the favorite to go number one overall, presumably to the Orlando Magic, assuming they hold on to that pick. 
And this morning, you know, the markets are, are going crazy. DraftKings pulled their odds for the top three picks for a while. And now we're seeing everything kind of settle essentially back where it was, um, you know, almost more, more like two or three weeks ago when we saw Jabari Smith as the heavy favorite to go number one, Chad Holmgren as an even heavier favorite to go number two. He's at minus 900 right now on DraftKings and then Paolo Bancaro uh, at minus 650 to go number three. So it's really looking like it's going to be, uh, you know, Smith, Holmgren and Bancaro in that order. So a long way way of answering your question. Yes, it starts at number four. And of course, what team other than the Sacramento Kings holds the key to the NBA draft, a team that is right up there with Milwaukee uh, in terms of historical draft woes. Uh, and obviously they've struggled, you know, over the last 20 years to find any sort of consistency, uh, seemingly always picking in the top five or six and then always finding a way to mess that pick up. So we'll see what Sacramento does at four. Could be Jaden Ivey, could be Keegan Murray. Maybe they surprise everybody and go with someone else who's a little bit further down on a lot of mock drafts. Well, Nick, uh, just to to, uh, to piggyback off of what you said, Jaden Ivey has just taken some more money in these markets, now up to minus 270 at some shops to go number four. Uh, and mm-hmm. just to, to ask you about Sacramento, let's say they stay there. Do you think they go point guard yet again here at number four? Or we saw that really weird press conference from Ivy this week where he said, oh, Sacramento didn't talk to me at all the, uh, yep. in the lead up to the draft. Do you think it would be Keegan Murray out of Iowa who really fits the mold for Sacramento, a guy who is a great college mm-hmm. player who maybe doesn't fit perfectly into the league? Right. I mean, the Kings are in the unfortunate position of, you know, now you know, when you when you mess up so many picks and your franchise is such a mess, like you have guys, you know, th- this is the fourth overall pick. We're not talking about number one. You know, this isn't like an Eli Manning situation where he's trying to uh, force his way to a certain destination. Like this is the fourth pick. And you have guys essentially saying, I think that's what Jaden Ivey was doing was like, look, man, I, I don't know if I want to go there. I don't want to make it seem like I want to go to the Kings at number four. So we're going to see, you know, is Sacramento going to take that into account? Or do they just say, screw it, we're going to take you anyway. Uh, that's how the NBA draft works. You know, I, I think if they go with that route, Jaden Ivey is the most likely pick. If not, you know, Keegan Murray makes some sense. Um, I like him, you know, as a, a high upside type of piece down the road, high floor type of guy, I should say. Um, but if you're the Kings, like, you know, you have De'Aaron Fox in place, you have Demonte Sabonis, but you're still searching, I think, for one more young piece. And I think we thought that was Tyler Halliburton, but obviously the Kings were not as high on him long-term mm-hmm. as a lot of the league was. But with Keegan Murray, it's like, yeah, you're getting a nice piece, but is that the guy that moves you from the 11th best team in the West to the 8th best team? I- I'm not really sure that's the case. And so now as well, like Jeff just mentioned, we're seeing more money come in on Ivy for the number four pick. So it, it almost has this feel, Nick, as we get closer to draft time. One, two, three, at least now on the betting markets look to be solidified. Maybe you can add in number four on that. And so now you get to this question of where you just talked Keegan Murray, but we also have a guy in Shaden Sharp who I, like I've seen analysts mock anywhere from 5 to 12, and there, there is a, like a wide variance on just the, the general consensus from the prospect and just from the analysts in general who are evaluating him as an overall talent. But you compare him to a guy like Benedict Matherin, who's seen his stock rise pretty drastically. You mentioned Keegan Murray already. How do you think, at the end of the day, this all sorts out if we're looking at those five, six, seven spots, if you're just looking at those three in particular? Mm-hmm. Well, starting with Detroit at five, I mean, they have their guy in Cade Cunningham. You know, they, they've landed their guy who can be, you know, I think they, they probably see him as a future, like, Luka Doncic-level player. You know, it's just we, we have him in place. Now we need to fill out the roster around him. So for Detroit, I think it makes a lot more sense to take someone like Keegan Murray. You know, high floor, low chance that this guy's a bust. You know, worst case scenario, he's like, I don't know, like a Marcus Morris type who, you know, he could be your fourth or fifth best player. Best case scenario, he, he you know, transfers what he did 
at Iowa to the NBA, and maybe he's your second or third best player long term. So I think Murray makes a lot of sense for Detroit at five. I think Matherin as well, given his size, he could play next to Cade Cunningham. He could play a little bit on the ball if he needs to. I, I think Detroit needs to call it quits on the Killian Hayes experiment. You know, if you kind of swap him out and bring in Matherin, I, I like that fit long term. But you know, as you go a little bit further down, you know, Indiana at six, Portland at seven, and New Orleans at eight. Those are really interesting teams because. You know, historically, Indiana is never picking in the high lottery. And then you have teams in Portland and New Orleans that want to win now. You know, these are not the typical teams that are picking at the top of the lottery. So they're looking for more win now pieces. Indiana is a complete wild card. You know, by the end of the night, maybe Miles Turner gets traded. Maybe Malcolm Brogdon gets traded. Maybe Chris Duarte, last year's first round pick, ends up getting traded. So it's really hard to say what's happening at number six. That's a market I'm staying away from. But Portland at seven, New Orleans at eight, that's going to get really interesting. Nick, uh, just just looking at the back end of the top 10 now, completely looking at San Antonio, another team that isn't used to picking in the lottery. Washington picking at number 10. Are there uh, There's top 10 odds out there across the landscape. Are there guys that you're looking at that could fall in that back end of the top 10, like, in, like maybe a, a Jeremy Sohan or a, an A.J. Griffin that you'd be looking mm-hmm. to bet to land in the top 10? Yeah, I mean, you could get Jeremy Sohan to go – uh, exactly number nine to the Spurs at at five to one. So you know that that's something I would consider. I, I think he's kind of a Spurs like guy. I think they they feel like they could probably develop him offensively. Um, and and if you've been tracking the odds over the last week, there's a lot of momentum for Johnny Davis going ten to the Washington Wizards. Like the way that his props and everything work out, it's essentially funneling all the money to him going in that exact tenth spot. But if you're looking at those top ten odds on the DraftKings sportsbook, I think you can ignore the top three like Matherin, Daniel, Shaden Sharp. Those are all like minus 3,000 or lower. But, you know, Usman Jang is a guy who's really interesting. Just a couple days ago, he was almost 2-1 to one to go in the top 10. And, and just in the last few hours, he's moved to minus 150 to go in the top 10. So maybe there's a, a belief that he potentially has a promise there. Uh, Sohan, you could get at plus 175 to go top 10. Uh, and even Mark Williams, who's almost 5-1 to one to go in the top 10. I, I don't think it happens, but I think the rise of, of you know, how well Robert Williams played in the NBA finals and in the NBA playoffs. I think that that helps Mark Williams because that's one of the guys he's been compared to. And I think people saw how effective Robert Williams could be even at 80%. And there are teams out there that want to get their own version of him. Yeah, look, we saw Jang too. I mean, he's been linked to New Orleans at number eight and from plus 160 yep. now just over the last 48 hours, as you just mentioned, Nick, a minus 150. Before we let you go, talking, if we're speaking draft position-wise here, who's, a, who's one guy you think goes way, way under where they're currently slotted at and one guy who ends up going pretty significantly over if you're thinking guys who end up way off where the market has them right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, one guy that's been tough to figure out for me is Jalen Duran. I, I think, you know, there's a chance that he could go in the top 10 if a team falls in love with his potential. There's another chance that, you know, people will not like what they saw at Memphis. They'll think he's too raw. Uh, they, they won't really be sure, you know, what his role will be in the NBA. And, and I think he could fall. Like the Duran versus Mark Williams debates, I think, are going to be really interesting. But the Charlotte Hornets need a big man, and they have two picks at 13 and 15. I think they take at least one of those guys, you know, or they take one of those guys with one of those picks. I should say. Um, and then, you know, another name that I'm keeping an eye on is Kennedy Chandler, um, you know, a guy from Tennessee. I think he's going to go a lot later than he probably should. He's super small. I get it. You know, guys don't succeed at a high rate in the NBA, uh, the modern NBA at that size. But I, I think there's there's a lot to like about Kennedy Chandler, the way he played in college, the pedigree he had in high school. I think he has a chance to be kind of the Jalen Brunson type of this draft. 
It's going to be a lot of fun. We can't wait. I feel like we're all, you know, we're pontificating. We don't really know. But thank you, Nick, for the, for the insight. We have again. no idea. It's, that's, that is the beauty of, of nights like this. Mm-hmm. So follow him, as always, at Whalen. Just substitute the number one for the letter L. Nick Whalen, senior analyst at Rotowire. Nick, always a pleasure. Uh, best of luck uh, with, with your plays tonight. Should be an exciting few hours here. Should be, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right, Jeff. We're getting closer. Getting closer. We're going to hear from Johnny Avello next. He was on earlier with our Stormy Bonantoni and my guys in the desert. His thoughts from DraftKings' perspective on the draft. That's next. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in the Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon, made brighter, 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Back on primetime action, I'm Ben Wilson from our South Point Sportsbook Studios. Joined in the desk tonight by Jeff Parles, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Jeff, we already are nearing and over, and we're in the bottom of the first inning. Astros-Yankees. 3-3, bottom one, total of eight, juiced over, and it is Giancarlo Stanton who has gone deep. Not exactly a a Stantonian blast, as one John Sterling would call it. Basically a little pop-up to right field, but it does clear the fence, and that's all that matters. So both of these pitchers, Framber Valdez coming into tonight, Jamison Tyone, sub-three ERAs, and they are getting absolutely rocked in the Bronx tonight. Well, uh, clutch hitting when needed so far tonight, Ben. Of course, Bregman in the top of the first with a three-run jack, and then Stanton, like you said, follows. And, boy, when Giancarlo has been on the field so far this year, I know everyone has, has pointed to Judge, who's having an all-time start to this year, but John, Giancarlo has been his old self again, and that is obviously a welcome sign to the Yankees. And, of course, part of the reason the Yankees are 51-18, and 18, Ben. <laughs> just, just nuts. 13-and-a-half now is your live total if you're still interested. But first five has already gone over in the first inning. That's good. <laughs> of course, if you bet the yes run first inning, you're like, wow, I, I could have got you know more bang for my buck. Like the exact uh, three runs aside would have been uh, pretty insane. Yankees minus 150 live as we'll keep tabs on that. Only two more games later tonight. We'll get to those as they approach. Next one coming up just across the 8 o'clock Eastern hour. Dean Kramer in Baltimore against Johnny Cueto and the White Sox. Speaking of Johnny's, we've got our guy Johnny Avello. He was on the network earlier today, just about two hours ago with Stormy Bon and Tony on My Guys in the Desert. We wanted to get his thoughts from the behind-the-book perspective with how this first pick overall market has shook out over the last 24 hours. So here's what Johnny had to say as we now get ready for the draft here, which is only about a half hour away. Can you just take us into what the last... 24 to 48 hours have been like as a bookmaker with all the volatility for that top overall selection. Hey, Stormy. Yeah. You know, last night was uh, especially volatile. Uh, we had Jabari Smith uh, minus 450. This was probably about eight, nine o'clock last night. And then uh, Paolo money started coming in so much that he actually turned into the favorite for a short period of time. Uh, and then we swing to today, and now uh, Jabari Smith is back on top. Uh, and, and I would say, uh, you know, I would say he's in a concrete position right now at minus 390 to win this uh, number one spot. But just a, a lot of movement over the last, like as you mentioned, 24 hours. Can you give us a little perspective as to just how much money was coming on in in order to shift the odds the way that they had? Because it, it started even on Friday with the Bancaro money slowly coming in, obviously a lot more, like you mentioned, overnight, to the point where you guys had to take the 
the odds off the board for a little while. Uh, at what point did you finally put them back out there? Well, we've actually taken them down a few times and putting them back up. We had them down for a short period this morning, uh, you know, and then had them back up about 15 minutes later. So, uh, yeah, that's been that. And as far as the money coming in, it's been uh, the, the number one market is, uh, you know, first pick has been the biggest handle of uh, all the markets that we put up, same as the NFL draft. Now, comparing this to the NFL draft, it's nowhere near as big. I'd say it's, you know, 30, 35% of what that uh, draft is, but still uh, significant money coming in. All right, Johnny Avello joining our Storny Bind and Tony earlier on My Guys in the Desert, and it makes a lot of sense what Johnny's saying. And you think about now, even, so that was two hours ago. It is now even gone further with Jabari Smith, as we talked about at the top of the show, minus 750. And it, but it's fascinating to hear that from the, from the behind-the-counter perspective, right, Jeff? Whereas we, as we talked before, when you have this mix of the super-respected money going against the, the one or two guys who are the most respected of the reporting standards in the NBA, it's like, what do you do as a bookmaker? You don't, you know, like certainly the ones who have just pulled this, and who pulled it for a stretch, you don't blame them, trying to get a feel for where this is at. But at the end of the day, let's keep in mind, as Johnny pointed out, compared to the NFL draft, I mean, this is kind of like peanuts. But a lot of the same principles still apply, right, when you're actually trying to bet this. And if you are in a jurisdiction where you can bet it and you still want to get in on it, like a lot of the same things we talked about back in April are still very much true right now. Well, of course. And and again, I I think the biggest thing also, just remember, like there are a lot of people out there right now talking about, oh, this, this movement has been insane, which it has been. But keep in mind, we're just coming off an NFL draft where who knew that Trayvon Walker was going to go number one overall until basically the last two weeks before the draft came. And remember, Walker was as high as 30 to one during the college football season to go number one. Of course, so, so went number Jeff, one to Jacksonville. That like that's fascinating. And what it is is really like we've seen almost the same thing play out, right? It's just shorter timelines, Correct. right? You have a week between when the NBA finals ends and when the NBA draft takes place, whereas the NFL season three gets months. done and we wait for three months, right? So it's the markets can react more slowly to the NFL draft news, whereas the NBA draft, something comes out and everybody hammers the one pick or the other right away. So it is that's the way I've been thinking about mm-hmm. it the past 24 hours. It's really what we did see in the NFL draft just at a much accelerated right. pace. I was keeping my too. There's, uh, there's the, there is an NBA combine. It's just nobody, no one pays nobody cares and really no. I mean, I think it was, it's in Chicago normally. They, Starting it, the playoffs. It, it's very, it gets no coverage whatsoever. Very, very bizarre. You see, once again, the movement on how this is shaken out throughout the day. And But again, at the, at the same time, and I guess the reality is for people trying to make bets right now, you're not going to bet the first overall pick. You're not going to lay 750 on Jabari Smith. But there are still some positional odds in general that do make a lot of sense, Jeff, even with some of the movement where you can bet on them. So we have a, a, a variety here of options you can bet on, starting with uh, Keegan Murray, who's we, he's seen a lot of steam come to him at under five and a half as he's been targeted by uh, Detroit at that number five spot. Of the list we've got here, Jeff, I know for me, Jeremy Sohan at 12 and a half, that's the one that, st- that stands out the most to where he was, uh, he was minus 120 to go under 12 and a half two days ago, went up to minus 200 this morning. Now you see him at minus 225. And a guy who's basically, when you, when you talk to the talent evaluators, they say like his floor is 12. And there are te- a lot of teams who have him graded top 10, but it sounds like for a guy like Sohan, 
Oklahoma City, who might end up trading out of that pick, but Oklahoma City is a team that would certainly love to snatch him up if he's still there. And so that's one that I would, even at minus 225, even laying more juice, if I was able to bet this, I would still be willing to, to lay that number on Sohan under. Probably take 11 and a half, too. I wouldn't mind that. I, do think, I, I, I still think Sohan probably sneaks into that top 10, like Nick Whalen said in the last segment. So I, I, I do agree with that. If you can find a top 10 market, which are still readily available, and take a plus price on Sohan, I don't mind that. The other interesting one is A.J. Griffin for me. I, I, we, I know there's some injury history there. That's why there's concern with Griffin and him possibly falling. But you're going to give me plus money on under 11 and a half. That would be another way I would look to as well. So top that, five potential yeah, like a month ago. Yeah, yeah again, yeah. there are obviously injury concerns, but I would I would look to play Griffin under 11 and a half plus money. If you can mm-hmm. still get that, I, I would 100% go for that. And then the last one on this, we'll just go keep going plus money here. Mark Williams to go in the top 13. I, I think you're at a point where you, that you probably need Charlotte with their first pick to take him at 13. But they really need a big guy. And if Duran is not there at 13, Williams is the guy. Obviously, he played at Duke just mm-hmm. down the road. We saw how effective he was in the NCAA tournament. And Nick Whalen made another good point with Robert Williams. I think you're going to see a renaissance of teams willing to take guys who are really old-school defense-first big guys that right. are super athletic. Now, Mark Williams is not as athletic as Robert Williams, but it's the same sort of mold. I, I would categorize Uzban Jang into that same category, except mm-hmm. Kelly, he's just super, super raw. But I know you and I both like him, uh, especially top 10. And even though those numbers have moved, like you, I mean, you would still advocate for that now, right? Yeah, Kelly? and that's the one. I mean, you know, for everybody who listens to this show, I'm, I'm, I'm a big NBA guy, not as much of a college basketball guy. Uh, so when the draft, it's really, it's like the NFL draft, right? You're reading a lot of, mo- a lot of mocks, listening to people you respect, and, and I talk with a lot of a lot of betters that I respect that that bet this pretty heavily and cross over between college basketball and the NBA more than I do. I would say the Mark Williams one you just brought up, uh, Jeff, is one that I've been hearing a lot of sharp guys on the past couple days. The under there. Um, the uh, Usmani Dang to, to be a top 10 mm-hmm. pick. I would go with that, getting him at plus money instead of what laying 145 under 11 and a half. I'd go ahead and take the chance. We, we've heard the rumors. He's minus the- 200 now, Kelly, to go top 10. Is he really? In the last like 15 so minutes. So that, yeah. that, that, that's moved in 30 minutes of yeah. the show. So, yeah. Yeah, okay, maybe that's not bettable anymore then. Uh, Matherin, depending on what your uh, stomach is for laying massive prices, under six and a half. A lot of him. juice. Yeah, that's a lot of juice. But that under six and a half from him is one I've heard several sharp guys on. And then Trevor Keels making it into the first round at plus 300. Trevor Keels. Yes, into nice. the first round on the back end uh, is one I've heard a couple times from okay. people. Real okay. quick, guys, because we've been watching these numbers move all over the place. Adrian Wojnarowski on the ESPN draft coverage apparently just said uh, there's a chance that tonight that everyone's draft board may get blown up. Paolo Banchero very much in mix for number one overall, and the odds just, of course, naturally shift again. Paolo down to two to one. So there you go. Woj backtracking from his tweet this morning. <laughs> Woj reverse bomb. Uh, Jabari Smith falling as we speak. Now minus 350 to go number one overall. My goodness, what a night we have in store. We're going to switch things up. Talk some MLB with Paul Spore next. Get back into the NBA draft right after this here on Prime. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Back on primetime action with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. We'll get to Paul Spore in just a moment. But as we went to break, again, we have about 15 minutes till the NBA draft officially gets underway. And the Orlando Magic will officially be on the clock. But as we're going to break, Adrian Wojnarowski reports on the NBA draft show on ESPN. Duke's Paolo Boncaro has, he says that Boncaro had joined Jabari Smith of Auburn under serious consideration to be Orlando's number one overall pick. Sources say there's a real chance draft boards get blown up at the top of the lottery, which is what we talked about, Jeff, going to break. Follows that tweet up with a minute ago, the Magic have kept their final decision tight, but Boncaro has emerged as a significant possibility to be drafted number one overall, sources said. And right now at DraftKings, this was... Literally 10 minutes ago, Jeff, Javari Smith was minus 750 to go first overall. Paolo Boncaro was back to being minus 200 to go first overall. Jabari Smith now plus 150. This is un- unreal. 
I mean, look, I, I think the biggest thing with this is if Bancaro does go number one, this is a ginormous – first off, there will be a lot of betters that will be very happy to have big numbers on Bancaro at pretty reasonable size bets, Ben. But this is – with the confidence that Woj had this morning with that tweet, if Orlando goes and takes Boncaro, it is very rare that we see him or Shams whiff like that. This has all the makings of a ginormous backtrack. And, and, and Kelly – the, the way that that last tweet was worded, though, it's like, dude, you're backtracking. Like, there's no other way for you to explain this other than, oh, my goodness, I think I got I think I think got duped earlier in the day. Yeah, our good friend Frank Schwab from Yahoo uh, kind of pointed that out of the uh, – what was kind of making it sound like the Magic just changed their mind, basically. And I, I don't think that probably happened. It's just they've been – Keeping it close to the vest, right? The, the Woj reverse bomb, uh, apparently. This is this is fascinating. We'll keep tabs on how the, the market is moved. But really, at this point, Jeff, seems like the cat's out of the bag. And we'll see how high this movement goes back uh, on Boncaro. Again, minus 200 right now. Let us, though, spend a few minutes here before we go all deep dive draft for the next couple hours. Let's talk some baseball with Paul Spohr, our friend from Fangraphs, who joins us uh, at Spore on the Twitter machine. Paul, if only the MLB draft got the same sort of attention as the NBA and NFL draft, can you imagine? Imagine how just how insane that would be. I mean, I know you you of all people would appreciate that more than anybody. They've certainly made it better and they've made it more of a spectacle. But a big part of it is that these guys just can't impact the team as quickly as basketball and right. football. You're going to see these guys the next season, especially the guys at the very top. So baseball is actually trying there. That is actually one area where I will give them credit. I have a lot of problems with the way MLB is run, but I will say they've tried to make the draft more special and they've, they've achieved that, but basketball and football, another level. Yeah, exactly. Not, not quite yet. And no matter what you can do when the guy isn't going to be playing right away, that's, that's just the mm -hmm. nature of it. I uh, will. It's a very light card tonight. We'll get some thoughts first from you on, on the games tonight. Then we want to circle back here because there are some really interesting futures markets right now, specifically NL rookie of the year. I want to get to here in a second, but really good pitching matchup tonight at Petco park, Ranger Suarez for the fills, Joe Musgrove for the Padres coming off the COVID I, uh, seeing the Padres here at DraftKings, a dollar fifty favorite total of seven, and I think you're you're gonna look here toward the Friars at uh, home, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I am. I am just going here, pretty standard. It is a short card, so just nothing too crazy there. Just going with Musgrove to keep it going. He's by, by far the better pitcher. Suarez has been inconsistent this year, not a total dud. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he stepped up here, but. Uh, Padres beast on lefties. That's their strength. And he, the inconsistency of Suarez and the greatness of Musgrove. I felt like this is actually a pretty decent number. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if this came in a good bit higher, to be quite honest. Uh, but I'll, I'll take Musgrove at this at this spot for sure. Paul, any uh, any player props for this game tonight? Yeah, I also like Musgrove to get his Ks. Uh, Philly had around a 23% strikeout rate against righties. He's a good strikeout guy. I believe he's been at 9, 8, 6, and 7. So he's beat the 5, 5.5 the last four times out. As long as he is efficient because he goes deep into games. He's not a huge strikeout rate guy. It's fine at 9.2 per 9. Uh, and his strikeout uh, rate is, is fine. But... Usually you need him to go seven to get there, but I, I feel pretty comfortable about that. And then I'll, I'll take the I'll take the home run swing. I don't usually do a lot of home run player props, but let's go with Ha Seung Kim to go bridge on Suarez again. Suarez has been very inconsistent, no fastball command. 
Kim is best against lefties. I wish Cronenworth was in the lineup. I'd go the lefty-lefty uh, right. route there, but I guess they're giving him a night off. So I'll go with Haseon Kim. Plus, plus 625. Look at that, Paul. Look at yeah, that. Just, just Look at that. I, 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 think that I think there's a real shot there. I, I, I rarely go for home run props. They're very hard to hit. I would imagine that uh, they're probably a sucker's play overall. But if you want a little fun on that one, I think Haseon Kim's got a great shot to go bridge. I, I love it. As far as mentioned some of these awards markets, NL Rookie of the Year, we saw O'Neill mm-hmm. Cruz called up. He's been basically in the big leagues now for, this is four games, had two tremendous games <laughs> when he first came up. And I mean, look, it was 70 to one on him, rookie of the year preseason. It was down to 30 to one last week when we started to hear rumblings. All right, he was finally going to get his call up, which was certainly done due to some, uh, you know, to service time uh, shenanigans. Let's just, you know, for lack of a better of term there in Pittsburgh. Of course. As when he actually gets called up, it goes down to 12 to one. And we see him basically after two appearances in the major leagues go down to plus 450 in some shops as basically a co-favorite there with Nolan Gorman, who himself had just, and and there's there's a couple others also in the mix, but Gorman had just a ridiculous series against the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, What do you think of Cruz and what you've seen out of him so far? Does he warrant now being a co-short shot there in that rookie of the year market? He's so electric and the talent is so rich with O'Neill Cruz. I don't blame the books for protecting themselves. There's just no reason to leave themselves exposed. They know these Rookie of the Year uh, awards. They don't need to be up all season. The fact that he missed a couple months, that's not really going to work against him. If he is awesome, he can beat somebody that's been up for all six months at, at a particular level. So I totally understand why they're covering their butts and not leaving this open just to get plucked away, plucked away, and then all of a sudden he is a true favorite because he can't really like it, it, it doesn't necessarily make statistical sense but it makes sense from their standpoint because people would just hammer it until it gets down to a low number so you know the market is what is what it is uh, as, as they say I understand it with O'Neill Cruz. I still like some of the other guys there. I'm a big Alec Thomas fan. Uh, Braves have a couple with Michael Harris, uh, the second, and Spencer Strider but O'Neill Cruz is a legitimate candidate and I understand why the number got short in a hurry. Paul uh, I just want to go to the AL MVP race because Aaron Judge is still your betting favorite, and and I personally have no problem with that. But in the midst of a week where Otani legitimately did something that only one other player has done ever, and he did it in yep. two days, uh, the eight RBIs and and the thirteen and the uh, thirteen strikeouts last night. I, look, I, I know I know the Angels are underachievers yet again. Doesn't matter. And the and the and the, and the Yankees are the best team in baseball. But how are we going to deny Otani if the numbers end up being similar, if not better, as a pitcher than last year and the hitting numbers are at least close to what they were a year ago? Yeah, I mean, if he's, you know, uh, basically Kyle Tucker and Brandon Woodruff in one player, like that's the best player every time. It's not close. I can't believe that people have to be convinced that Shohei Otani is the best player in baseball. And like, I get what, uh, I get what Aaron judge is doing right now, but it, it, it still pales in comparison for me. It really does. When you're two elite players in one, you're two wonderful players in one. That's, that's the best player. It's, it's not complicated. I think because it's so easy, people think there just has to be something more to it. We have to, we have to argue this through. No, it's as simple as that. He is the best player in baseball right now. It's not particularly close. And if he has a full season of health, he should be the AL MVP. Like the last two days. I mean, it's, it's been absolutely remarkable from Shohei Otani. By the way, Paul, while you were just discussing Shohei, Jordan Alvarez hits his 22nd homer of the year. It is 6-3 Astros in the Bronx. He's been unreal. Uh, Alvarez is amazing. If it was not for the Judge Otani years, I mean, how short would Alvarez be? I mean, it couldn't have been possibly 12-1. to This guy's been incredible. 
He really has. He's a tremendous hitter. Remember when he had those knee issues, it was looking like, is this somebody who's going to be cut down short at an early age? You know, double knee surgery from a 23, 24-year-old. But he's come back. He looks great. Uh, he's healthy right now, and he's literally one of the best hitters in baseball. A little under the radar, too, from a from a uh, a more casual fan standpoint, like a more national standpoint. Alvarez probably doesn't get the due that he deserves, but he's tremendous. That's fascinating. Any 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 point here where you'd be looking at the White Sox to actually take a shot here in the AL Central? They just keep having more bad news pile up. They are a short favorite tonight with Johnny Cueto going against the Orioles. I mean, they really are. I, I can't bury them. I really can't. I was I was on the Twins early, and I respect the Guardians. I said if they get any hitting, they can be frisky, and and that's exactly what's happened. But I just can't bury the White Sox because if they get the injuries going in the right direction, where they start bringing guys back and keeping them healthy, they're going to be adding several good players. Right. Plus whatever they do at the deadline. So I just can't bury them yet. It's bleak, but this is the time when you get in. This is how you get your great stories of I bought in when it was at its lows. This is a this is a buy low. A lot of things going wrong right now. You're kind of betting on the on the overall track record of this talent. You need Giolito to get going. You need them to find a little bit of health. They're kind of wasting Andrew Vaughn's breakout a little bit right now. There are the building blocks there still for them to be very competitive, though. That division is completely unsettled in the AL Central. Yeah, no question. You find Paul's work at Fangraphs.com. Check him out on the Twitter machine at Sporer. Paul, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm sure we will catch up very, very soon here on Primetime Action. Thanks, gentlemen. Enjoy the draft. Absolutely. We all oh, will we ever enjoy the draft, Jeff? <laughs> it's going to be an interesting 15 minutes. Uh, draft starts magic on the clock in five minutes when we return here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.